Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are good, but Cam Talbot is better. We find out how the Minnesota Wild took it to the Edmonton Oilers today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. Just as a reminder... Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get primal. Stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, Zach Zeman is back, and we recap the Minnesota Wilds. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. Seventh win in a row against the Edmonton Oilers by a score of four to one. We look at how the penalty kill was pivotal for the Wild, how Jonas Brodeen gave Connor McDavid nightmares all night long, and Cam Talbot with another quality win. And uh, starting to put up some stats that put him near the top of the NHL. So we'll talk about if he should be getting some consideration for uh, some of the bigger awards in the NHL. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, your captain, your captain, veteran Minnesota sports content producer, and uh, at the helm for my first full season of Minnesota Wild coverage. And the alternate captain is back. Zach Zeman is here. Zach. Welcome. <laughs> We're back. I feel like I, if you're calling me the alternate captain, I must have been out with like a month-long injury or something. We're, we're playing the first game back. <laughs> no, it feels good to be back. I love hopping on here. This is – we. I mean, we are – this is the night after we beat the Oilers, the Wild beat the Oilers. Oh, such a great game. You, you learn so much from, you know, when a defense has to step up and Cam Talbot playing out of his mind once again. And it's just it's just a great night. I can't, I'm so happy to be back. It's getting busy. Finals week is just around the corner. But you know what? We're almost there. Winter break's here. We're getting there. And uh, as mentioned, seven wins in a row now for the Minnesota Wild, who, depending on how things play out with the Calgary Flames taking on the San Jose Sharks, could be the top team in the Western Conference. They are top team in the Central Division, by seven points after uh, just, you know, it was it was one of those wins where, yes, you're going up against a really tricky opponent who happens to boast two of the top players in the entire NHL. But really, after the Wild survived kind of that early flurry from the Oilers, got a couple of goals to kind of take the wind out of the sails, they get through the second period, which was where I think the biggest test of the night came, and... Two goals in the third to uh, to push it out of reach. Honestly, like it, it's just it's the same script that we've seen. Although it's been rare this year, um, it seems like the Wild have been playing catch up a lot. 
and uh, getting those thrilling comeback wins. So maybe the script that we wanted to see here from the Wild tonight, but all in all, another one of the most uh, impressive wins of the season. Yeah, this was definitely one of the weirder games of the season. It kind of felt that, you know, it felt like the Wild were on their heels for like 75% of the game. Uh, you know, they taken penalties, several penalty kills, a couple power plays even. Um, you know, but it's just you, you – t- they took advantage of, you know, the times where the Oilers might have, like, slipped up and, you know, a couple passes here and there in a fast break, two on two, or, you know, passes get through and the Wild took advantage of it. Um, you know, it's – when a team's holding the zone against the wild forever and the wild are short of Spurgeon, you know, something bound, you know, you're bound to get a couple good ones. And the wild had, I think a lot of puck luck in the first period. Don't get me wrong. I feel like a lot of bounces may have gone the way, you know, you're scoring a minute in after like having three consecutive whistles. Like it, it, you know, it's just crazy, a crazy game. It's just a weirder game, a different pace almost. I don't know. It's just, It's crazy. When you get up two goals early, a lot can go your way. That's for sure. I want to point it out now because we're going to dive in a little deeper to the penalty kill and Cam Talbot tonight. Um, What a luxury to have a guy like Jonas Brodeen who can just put the clamps down on Connor McDavid. You hold the top two points producers in the entire NHL. The entire NHL. Yeah. Number one and number two, not like combined. Number one and number two, averaging almost two points per game. You hold them to one assist on 10 shots. Connor McDavid had four shots in 22 minutes of ice time. Give yeah. uh, give Jonas Brodeen all of the awards right now. Yeah. Seriously, and let's, let's not forget that, uh, you know, they switched up the line. They took... McDavid as the number one center on the first line, and they moved Drysaddle down to give them more depth to challenge the defense that Spurgeon, because Spurgeon's not there, and they still did not succeed. And the Wilds' defense, Brodeen, my goodness, have a game like that is exactly what you're calling for in in your defense when your captain, your number one defender, is out. And Brodeen, not even just tonight, but against the Maple Leafs in a couple games prior, has been elite like this is prime defense like and, and then you have Talbot behind you like let's let's not even mention it's just so prime like if you finally get it's just so it's finally great to watch like let's just talk about how fascinating shutting down McDavid and Drysaddle to say like tonight uh, you cannot ask for a better night you cannot ask for a better like let's go like in the locker room you got to say like this is your game you guys are against the top two people in the NHL in points. Have a game, prove yourselves, and they did just that. And it is so satisfying to see. It's incredible. It's and that'll be the that'll be the big takeaway from this first segment is that we need to. And I've I've done this periodically throughout the uh, the last couple of weeks, and especially during this winning streak too. We need to make sure that we're taking time to enjoy what the Wild are doing on the ice right now. And so take some time. Enjoy this win. Take tomorrow and enjoy gearing up for San Jose on the road um, because this wild team, just they just continue to cruise along. And the other point that I wanted to mention before we move on is this was one of those nights where, again, you got to get those good performances from your top six. You got to have those two lines take control of the game. 
And who did? Kaprizov. Everyone. Erickson Almost Eck. Everyone did tonight. Everybody in those top six yes, stood up yes. and took control of this game. It's, it's it's just go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say this is probably as close to a complete game as the Wild have have had, and you know, we still can say that it seemed like Edmonton controlled the pace because that's what Edmonton does. That's what Edmonton does with two of the best players in the NHL at their disposal. And the Wild still made it pretty low stress for the majority of the game. I yeah, I was I think there was like 10 minutes left in the third period where I was very confident that nothing else was going to change. Nothing else is going to change. And that, you know, they solved them in the first. It, 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 like they held – like Edmonton came in with everyone. And you, we know how great of an offensive team they have. You're down Spurgeon. But when you hold your defensive zone as nice as the Wild did with, you know, a couple scoring chances, but you got Talbot there, like easy. You know, it's like it's so relieving to see this team just, you know, when they're on their heels clearly for a majority of the first two periods, you know, regardless of the goals. Other, other like other than the goals, this game was almost in the wild zone the entire game, almost. And and when you when you can establish a defensive presence against the best team offensively in the NHL, you're gonna win this. You're gonna win this game. I mean, there's no. It's it's just y equals mx plus b out there. It's just a formula. <laughs> you just you have everything out there without your captain, without your best defensive player, and you're still holding this team to one goal. It's incredible, and it's just it was just a, a, so phenomenal. And yeah, they weren't offensively active. You know, they weren't holding too much too many zones in the offensive zone because they were in defense the whole game. But when you can hold it like that is so satisfying to watch and you're going to win games. And the Wild did. I uh, tell you what, let's uh, let's dive into I think two of the biggest reasons that the Wild came away with their 7th win in a row, that being the penalty kill which was perfect, held the Oilers over 0 for not 1, not 2, not 3, not 4. Yeah. 0 for 5. So we'll talk about that. Next, here on Locked on Wild. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me right. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look good and healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Most companies focus on fragrance first, and that leads to a product that does not feel good on the skin. We took a step back and focused on the ingredients first to ensure a product that feels great and still smells fantastic. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in beards to the other companies you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember, the code Locked On gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Again, use the promo code Locked On at checkout for 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. That is, of course, Built Bar. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, 
covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, both delicious and healthy. There are so many flavors, you'll have a hard time choosing your favorite. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie? Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse, you never know when you're going to need it. Plus, if you want something warm, here's a holiday secret. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa, let it melt, and give yourself a bit of that Built Bar flavor. Plus, you'll have a nice melty Built Bar to go along with it. So head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, and once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Seth Topol and Zach Zeman hanging out on a Victory Wednesday edition of the show after the Wilds took care of business against the Edmonton Oilers last night by a score of 4-1. to one. And Zach, Edmonton Oilers came in with a power play of just under 35% on the season. That number's going down a little bit. A little yeah, bit. That's going down. down. 0-5. Oh, the Wild were 5-5 five for five in the penalty kill. And this is something that, and I don't want to take, I don't want to take full credit for this. I said when it got to when I felt like the penalty kill kind of bottomed out on the season that the Wilds needed to just simplify it a little bit and focus more. I I felt like the Wild were trying to, you know, trying to make too much happen in their own zone as opposed to simply focusing on getting the puck out. And it seems like, obviously there have been some other tweaks to it, but it seems like the Wild have been so much better at being able to clear and not have those penalty kills where they spend the entire two minutes in their zone just skating around trying to prevent shots. Like, they're being more aggressive. They're trying to, you know, dictate the action as opposed to waiting for the other team to try to make a play. And as a result, they uh, they hold the Oilers off the PK tonight, and uh, it's just been a much better unit um, over the course of the during the seven-game winning streak for sure. But uh, they knocked the Oilers' power play down by almost four percent. Yeah, in uh, in the win alone, it's at thirty-two percent now. It was just under thirty-five, but uh, the Wild's penalty kill after their effort tonight still at. Uh, they're at 81, uh, 81.8%. So it's it's continuing to rise, and I, I feel like it's just been way better recently. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. And I, what I noticed tonight was the Oilers would throw the puck like very fast around the zone. Almost it's just to shuffle, um, you know, the defensive core in the slottish area away and, and get get players to make mistakes. That's their only goal. And then when once that player makes a mistake, they moved closer to the net and it was just pinball, literally just pinball, 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 one timer, you know, backdoor looking for anyone across the slot. Like it was super condensed and, and the Oilers weren't really 
able to capitalize on any of that because the Wild played, I I felt like tonight a little more conservative by slowly, you know, getting in front of the net a little more and and making the Oilers throw, you know, just throw it around like I was just talking about. And and when you solve a power play like that, I wonder how much film they were watching because it, it was just perfect. It was literally almost perfect. And and every, and when it wasn't perfect, Talbot was there to dive. I know we're going to talk about this later, but Talbot was there to save the day. And and I just noticed that it just it just worked and something clicked. Something was right. The Oilers seemed frustrated towards the end of the game, but when you give them five power play chances, the best in the league, they didn't even score one goal. You would think they'd score at least like a couple, you know, because you're down one man, but when you can't even score one and you're the best in the league, that was a whole talk coming into this game was stay out of the box, Minnesota, or else you're going to be in danger. And the wild did not stay out of that box and they still were able to, to capitalize and, and get rid of this, this uh, offensive pressure from McDavid and dry And it's just, what a win. I like what a it's just so crazy to me that that not one goal went in during those any of those power plays. Yeah, I I can't figure it out. I mean, yeah. if if you look if you look at the penalties too, I mean that's that's the other kind of thing is, you know, to look at um the penalties that were called. I mean, we had a holding penalty, tripping, tripping, hooking, slashing and I, I I feel like we're getting better about not having just those egregious penalties that the Wild have taken where they're taking one on the complete opposite end of the ice just because a guy got beat to the puck in the uh, along the boards. And so you're eliminating some of those. But you know the other thing, too, and I saw this stat during the broadcast, is that the Wild have allowed the fewest shots off of rebounds in the entire NHL. Uh, now, obviously, there was one that led to the Edmonton goal tonight, but um, you're through now 18-6-1. You're through 25 games, and uh, the Wild have allowed 26 shots total off of rebounds. And so not only are they doing a good job of of clearing the puck, but as we saw tonight and as we've seen throughout the entire season – if Talbot isn't able to corral that puck, they're doing a good job of just getting it out in front of the net. No doubt. No doubt. Like literally that's, it's that, that stat. I also saw it stat. It was great. It, it, you know, you wouldn't think that a couple years ago when you're signing Talbot, that he's going to be that guy for you. And he is clearly that guy for the wild. This is a goalie that can simply win you games. Like let's, when we were the wild, were in the, the prudential center in New Jersey and that whole game was lopsided the last – oh, my gosh, I can't even remember. It was it was terrible, and Talbot was there. It, it, it's, when you get a goalie that can single-handedly win you games, I feel like Talbot almost won this game for the Wild tonight based on how much the Wild were in their own zone dealing with that pressure and then the five power plays. When you get a goalie that can win these games for, your, for, for you, it, it's just it, – it's finally relieving, and I feel like the Wild haven't had a goalie that could do that in recent history. Yeah, that's uh, that's a great lead into uh, to a little bit of love for Cam Talbot, which is how we will finish off the show. One final note that I did want to mention as well: Wild's power play had been scuffling coming into this game, one for two, and yeah. uh, you get a power play within the first minute of the game and score one eleven in. Great way to start, taking advantage of the extra man opportunities and limiting. 
yeah. Edmonton to what they do best. Let, let me jump back real quick because I know we were talking about taking penalties. Um, when Greenway uh, spun around and coughed up that puck, I thought that Felino penalty that I think it was holding, he totally like, ripped the stick. I forgot who it was. He was about to be on a breakaway from yeah. half ice. That was just a – I mean, he talked about like good penalties. I think that was a good penalty. And, like, yeah. The wild, you know, tripping and holding and stuff like that, yeah, that's inevitable. But you, when you took <laughs> – I mean, I've never said good job taking a penalty before, but I feel like that one could have saved a potential – Oilers, you know, breath of fresh air. And, and, you know, when you take those penalties like that, especially when you're going to give up a breakaway, I think it's a good idea. Good idea. Nice job, Felino. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're right on there is, you know, anytime you can stop an opponent yeah. before they get an opportunity like that, you'll live with that kind of a penalty. And so, uh, wow, definitely especially did that. Your penalty kill was playing earlier. You're going to yeah. trust them. So, Chef's sorry, I just, I just totally went back. <laughs> Now we're gonna love Cam Talbot, so I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's give some love to our guy Tam, uh, Cam Talbot to finish off the show. One final segment coming up on today's episode of Locked On Wilds. After this, BetOnline.ag has you covered with all of the props, odds, and lines you can handle as the NFL season continues its push to the playoffs. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all the sports action going on this season. So head over to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code Locked On to receive that welcome bonus. From college basketball, the NBA, college football, and the NFL, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. And once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Hey, Zach, Cam Talbot is tied for the league lead in wins with Jack Campbell with 14 uh, after tonight's action. Um, his goals against average is um, at 2.71 right now, which, you know, it's it's good. It's not, um, it's not like upper echelon. But at the same time, like if we go through and look at, uh, at Talbot's game log from the season, I mean, look at the look at the beginning of the season. He had the game against Winnipeg where he allowed five goals. And then to start off the month of November, he gave up four to Ottawa, four to Pittsburgh. He then gave up four to San Jose and uh, four to Florida in the month of November as well. So you take out some of those starts in which the Wild were still kind of in like win five to four or six to five mode. Now that they're getting into the mode where they're getting out early and they uh, are able to get a lead, we're seeing a much better Talbot, and he was on his A game tonight. Yeah, it's it's definitely on the rise. There's a couple scuffed games earlier in the year, you know that, but you're still winning them. You know, let's let's talk about how, how like the goal differential in general is is so positive that it almost doesn't matter that those four goals are getting let in because the Wild winning them regardless. Um, but I just I just like from t- like tonight and in against the game in. Uh, against Toronto just the last couple games here it's just sensational it just is it's 
I haven't been so confident in a Minnesota Wild goaltender since like right now. Like I, this is probably my peak confidence in a, in in a hockey, you know, in a Wild goalie in general. Um, you know, the Wild haven't had a good pass of goalies, and I finally feel that, you know, there's finally someone there that can single handedly win you these games. And yeah, he had. You know, we just talked about how much he let in those, uh, like, four goals, five goals, four goals. But, I mean, when your team is this offensive, it, it almost doesn't matter. But it, it does matter. I don't know. It's just, like, I don't know. I'm kind of going in a <laughs> in a circle here. But it's just it's just so relieving to see, to be confident in a goalie for once. I feel like the defense is definitely feeling it, too. I mean, without Spurgeon, he's still winning these games. Like, let's well, – I didn't even talk about that, but – yeah, I like to hear what you think on this because am I the only one who is obsessed with Cam Talbot? Like, like does he? I think he deserves so much more recognition, um, especially in these last couple of games without Spurgeon. The Church of Talbot is growing in followers, and let me just hit you with this: so seven game winning streak again. If you're just joining us, if you were living under a rock and you haven't been following the Minnesota Wild for the last two weeks, seven wins in a row. Cam Talbot has started five of those games. In those five games, nine goals allowed total. That's, by, by my math, carry the one. That's less than two goals per game that Talbot has given up in his last five starts. And that includes the likes of Tampa Bay, Toronto, yeah. Edmonton. Front runners. Three of the top teams you'll see. And he put him in the blender. Tampa Bay, Toronto, Edmonton, Edmonton's power play. I mean, like, <laughs> I think Edmonton's power play is, is its own category. <laughs> and a, like a Winnipeg team that, you know, scuffling a little bit, but more than capable of scoring. And he held them to one goal in the 7-1 to win against the Jets. But, um, you know, we, I think, I think we're getting now what we expected to see at the beginning of the season. The difference is is that the Wild were winning all the games in which they had to try to come from behind and win 5-4 to four and 6-5, to five. whereas in previous seasons, you'd see like a 5-3 to three loss or a 4-2 to two loss or a 3-1 to one loss because the offense that we used to have in the Parisi-Suter years with the very much try to grind it out style and... Um, yeah, try to yeah. you know try to win games two to one or three to two. Um, yeah, this team is way more capable of putting up points, and they have been. And as you as you hit the nail on the head with the goal differential, um, let's just uh, let's just pop that puppy into the uh, the stratosphere here. Eighteen six and yeah. one now are the Minnesota Wild. They've scored ninety six goals on the season, which is tops. In the West. Plus 24 goal differential. And that's the thing. Like, yeah. I don't like to use differential necessarily as a stat like to to hang on. But at the same time, that's it's a there. very good barometer as to if you are a team that is good or if you're a team that is lucky or unlucky. Mm-hmm. It's pretty evident that we can put the wild in the this is a good team category because yeah. look at yeah. some look at some of these other differentials that we have in the league 
Um, the Washington Capitals. Washington Capitals are a plus 27. They're a good team. Carolina Hurricanes are a plus 25. They're a good team. Florida Panthers are a plus 25. They're a good team. The Calgary Flames are a plus 30. They're a good team. The Wilds are in that plus 20 and above category. And the thing that they have in common with all of those teams, they're also good. Yeah. No, I think it's about time that this team needs some respect here. Like, this is a great hockey team, and it, it is not to be overlooked. Um, they're ahead by seven points in the Central. That is insane. That's actually insane. They're finding their mojo early, and it's comparing to the other teams, like the Blues, who uh, you know, have 30 points, 13 wins, the Wild of 18. You know, it, they're finally figuring it out. They can – this whole team, this it's just clicking. Without Spurgeon, it's clicking. Everything's working. Even when you put up, pull up Addison, drop Ben, pull up Ben, you know, even the little switches, everything is working. This team is solid. Early on, and that's such a good sign. And and you only see, you know, historically the best teams are are get their stuff figured out early and, and hold on to it. And I think the Wild have the potential to hold on to this with the 37 points they already have. Mind you, the top three teams have 38. The Wild are the fifth best team in the NHL in points, or, or tied for tied for yeah, yeah they're fifth right now. But it's just I think that now that since they have a solid team, thirty seven points, they're gonna hold on to it, and I know that they compete well against the rest of the Central Division, and I know that this is gonna help them. It's just it's just uh, it's so lovely. Finally, can we talk about how? There hasn't been such a great start in a long time. Like, yeah, ever. A bit, but but this team is incredible. They just been not back to back, but back to back games against the Maple Leafs and the Oilers, and they beat them both semi dominantly against the Maple Leafs. But they dominated the Oilers because they solved the Oilers' power play that has been legit and that has been touted about throughout this whole league. And this team is clicking, and they're finally figuring it out, and they can compete. And I think that moving into this to the rest of this week against San Jose, this momentum is staying up. And I'm so confident that you, hey, let's not forget that you texted me that this team would be. Uh, what should we even say? <laughs> should we even say it? I'm just ranting. I uh, let's. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna say it. It's it's I'm out there. It. It's out there in the stratosphere. People can it's find. Um, I tweeted it like okay, way good. back though, so I haven't re- I haven't referenced it since. So we're gonna keep it that way. But okay, it, let's if, not reference it. If you know, you know, listeners. If you know, you know. But these next three games are extreme. <laughs> and here's the other here's the other thing. Uh, in closing, the other thing that I want to point out. You know, you talk about being able to go to an opponent's arena and steal a win. Minnesota Wild have the second best road record in the Western Conference at eight four and one, behind the Calgary Flames at eleven three and two. They're one of the only teams that are even legitimately above five hundred on the road in the conference. That also yeah. is something that is a good barometer for a team. Can the can the title of this podcast be "Listen Up"? Because <laughs> like we're just, it's about time. People need to start listening to this team. And seeing what this team has to offer, because it's legit hockey. It's legit. Everything's clicking. We've got, or maybe you could title it "Everything's Clicking." 
I don't know, whichever one. I like that. We've got multiple shows. Shout out to the Bar Down Beauties podcast. Uh, shout out to the Sound the Foghorn podcast. Shout out to Michael Russo's podcasts. Shout out to the uh, Judd's Hockey Show podcast. A lot of shows are starting to say, get on board because this team's got some juice. Add Lockdown Wild to that list. We've been saying it for a little bit, but add Lockdown Wild to that list because this team's got the sauce, mm-hmm. and that sauce tastes delicious. Yeah, extremely delicious. It's a Gordon Ramsay sauce. The Gordon yeah, Ramsay it- sauce of the NHL. <laughs> and how is that for a mic drop to end the show? <laughs> I'm so thankful for you giving me the time that I needed to take a little break. I'm back. Winter break is on the horizon. I'll be free. And then we're back, babe. I feel so good to be back. I miss doing this. Seth is always there. Such a beauty. Just a beauty. I'm so happy to be on here. Thank you for having me once again. Appreciate this. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Locked on Wild. So now that you are finished with today's first listen of the day, make sure that you swing over to the Locked on Bets podcast to get the lowdown on all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Locked on Bets is also free and available on all podcast platforms just like Locked on Wild. Make sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, also on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We are available on all of those platforms. We are active on all of those platforms trying to keep you as up-to-date as possible on Minnesota Wild Hockey because if a puck drops in the state of Minnesota, Lockdown Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Bingo!